wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, will you lift your two hands to Jesus today? Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for this first Sunday in the month of March. We thank you for all that you do in our lives. We thank you for the benefit of seeing the third month of uh, the year 2021. We, we just bless you for the last two months of the year. We're already in the third month and we're giving you all the glory, returning all the praise to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Lord, we ask that you breathe upon your word today and let the minister grace to every hearer. Let no one be the same again. We thank you for your healing power flowing freely. We thank you for divine instructions, for revelation knowledge. We thank you for rebuke, for reproof, and for instruction in righteousness. Have your way, our Father, and let your name and your name alone be glorified in the precious name of Jesus. And everyone who believes here, believe in Amen. I want to welcome you to this powerful service today. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be able to be with you again as we start a new teaching series uh, uh, this 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 day. Uh, I, I, before we get into the word, I just want to pray for everyone who's celebrating birthday. It's our custom uh, to pray with you as we start a new month. Uh, and this is the first Sunday in the month of March. So I want to pray for everyone celebrating their birthdays in the month of March, whether it's already behind us or still ahead of us. Uh, we're just going to pray for you. And if it's your wedding anniversary in the month of March, also, please join the prayer. And perhaps you're celebrating a promotion, you're celebrating a new job, or the anniversary of your business or a job. I also want you to be a part of this prayer. If you don't mind, if you're, you're in a place where you can stand, I want you to just stand with me. If you're praying, as in if you're part of this prayer, I want you to just stand uh, and let's pray together. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for everyone celebrating uh, birthdays, wedding anniversaries, uh, job anniversaries, business anniversaries, or moving into a new home, uh, you know, anniversary of a mighty deliverance, anniversary of, of, of starting something new. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we rejoice with them today and we ask that your hand rest upon them as they celebrate uh, in this new month, we decree and declare that celebration and rejoicing will not depart from their home. In the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we receive your grace over everyone celebrating birthdays. We ask that you continue to preserve their life. They will not be cut short in their prime. And with long life, you will satisfy them and show them your salvation. We pray a blessing over everyone celebrating wedding anniversary. We decree that their homes are supernaturally preserved for your glory. When men say there's a casting down, they will be able to say there's a lifting up. Father, we thank you for everyone celebrating many good things this season. We ask, Lord, that you increase their greatness and comfort them on every side. As they return all the glory to you today, let your hand rest upon them and give them new beginnings of greater celebrations and greater testimonies in Jesus' precious name. And everyone says a big amen. All right. Uh, 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 just, just, just put those hands together and let's celebrate Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus with a uh, whatever platform you're on, you can just uh, let me see that you're clapping. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, welcome to, to to the month of March, and I know we're already almost a week gone into it, or, or, you know, already. But God is doing great things. We're marching through open doors in the month of March, and God, who has preserved us into this uh, new month and into this third month of this year, He will continue to preserve us in the precious name of Jesus. Now, uh, uh, I'd love to just give a few announcements as we, as we 
continue in, in in the service. Just very quickly before I get into the Word of God, uh, I, I I want to remind everyone uh, that the special event that we have packaged for uh, that we earlier on announced, which is the uh, Tech Flix and Chill, which is uh, uh, an evening of fun for everyone who is within uh, uh, the, the, any of our locations and also online. I want you to prepare to be a part of that. That will happen 5 p.m. GMT plus one. That's West African time next Sunday, the 14th of March. And the movie that we'll be watching is Selfie Dad. Very lovely movie that you cannot afford to miss. Uh, so you can just get online and, and, and register, get on our platform on our, uh, on our, uh, website and register uh, to be a part of it. You can either get into any of our uh, in-person gatherings where it may be holding or you can join online and enjoy a powerful time with family. Just a time, uh, an evening of movie, uh, uh, you know, comedy, uh, music and all that. Just having fun. All right. Also, baby dedication will happen 2 p.m. today. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. West African time today. There will be baby dedication uh, online. And if you've registered and if you're yet to register, you can still do that to be a part of, uh, of the baby dedication if you have a baby to dedicate. Uh, in this season uh, of growing in the world, uh, please don't, don't, don't grow alone. Get into uh, our small groups and you can uh, visit uh, Connect Group I mean, connectgroup.elevationng.org. Uh, that's, that's the URL where you can be a part of our connect group. You can register and be a part of our connect group. We're also, uh, we, we also have a very vibrant online community, uh, where you can thrive. If you just simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org and subscribe. So you can, you can, you know, just engage with us, get counsel, prayer, make new friends on our online church. That will be, uh, uh, th- that will be of immense benefit to you. Onlinechurch.elevationng.org and then you will be able to, to join us. Also, lastly, we have, uh, based on the, this new teaching series that we're starting today, we have a personal growth chart on our website that I want you to download with which you can measure your growth. As we go on in the series, you will understand the reason why you should download that personal growth chart with which you can measure your own spiritual growth. As we start a new teaching series today, which we have titled Grow. I'm starting out with this first message, which I've titled Move. You are not a tree. If you have anyone beside you, please can you tell the person, Move. You are not a tree. Yeah, uh, move, you are not a tree. Uh, this first teaching uh, underscores uh, the need for us to move from where we are used to or where we have been to where God wants us to be. One thing I want you to understand that God's plans are always superior to our plans. And there's a level of growth that we must get into if we will be able to walk in the fullness of God's plans for our lives. If we will be able to walk in the fullness of God's plan for our life, we must be willing to move from here to there. Life is always about moving from point A to point B. From point A to point B. That's what life is all about. It's about moving from one point to the other. And when you get stuck in one place, you obviously will probably be behind God's plans or, or, or maybe sometimes... If you're moving too fast as well, you can be 
ahead of God's plan for your life. But uh, God will have you or want you to be in his perfect will per time. And that means you need to walk in steps with him. We need to uh, uh, grow out of what we have been used to to get into what God has in mind for us. And the, the first thing perhaps that I want to say today is that growing old is automatic. It's about age. But growing up has to be intentional. Can I say that one more time? Everyone that will sleep and wake up and have a good meal will, be, will grow old with time. It's automatic. If you can just sleep and wake up, have a good meal, you know, and all that, you're growing old. But for you to grow up, you have to make up your mind. It has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. Uh, with this first message today, uh, move, uh, I'm saying that God wants you to move from where you are to where he wants you to be. And the pathway to it is for you to be willing to grow. Let's get into the word of God, Ephesians chapter 4. I'll read from verse 11 to 16. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 11 to 16. Uh, I read it from the New King James Version. It says, and he himself gave some apostle, some prophet, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. He said, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's a place that God wants us to get to. And that's, that's how it is described. That there's, uh, where he says to a perfect man there, is simply saying, uh, the word perfect also means mature, mature, to a mature man or a mature person. And he says to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. He said that we should no longer be children. Please note that. That we should no longer be children. In natural things, we cannot afford to be a child forever. We can't afford to be children forever. In the things of the spirit as well, uh, the Bible says here that we cannot afford to be children forever. I said that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ from whom the whole family joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. What the scripture is saying is that there's a benchmark for you and I. It's a benchmark for you and I that God wants you and I to grow to a point that we can say we are becoming more like Jesus uh, to the full stature of Christ. That's where we're going. Let's read another scripture. The Apostle Paul uh, writing again in a fish, I mean, in 1 Corinthians 13, he described where he used to be. He described what used to be his point A and how he moved from his point A to his point B. And I'm going to give you, uh, you know, some parameters for us to look at where you are because we need to locate where you are. 
Are you, are you following me? Will you want to go on this journey with me today? Just like Apostle Paul wrote here, so that we can locate where you are also. In 1 Corinthians 13, from verse 11 down to 13, I'll read it from the Passion Translation because I just love the rendition in the Passion Translation. It says, when I was a child, I spoke about childish matters. I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. But the day came when I matured. Somebody say, when I matured. <laughs> yeah, he said the day came when I matured, when, when I, I, I matured, and he said, and I set aside my childish ways. For now we see, but faint, but a faint reflection of riddles and, and, and mysteries, as though reflected in a mirror. But one day, somebody say one day, yeah, a day is coming. And that's what God is pushing us into this season. He wants that day to come faster for us. He said, but one day we will see face to face. Uh, he said, my understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, what happens until then? Until then, there are three things that remains. Faith, hope, and love. Yet, love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beauty prize for which you win or for which you run. Yeah, for which you run. He's saying, uh, this scripture is saying, Paul said, I, I was once a child. Now, I put away childish things and I've become more mature. And in my quest to live like Christ, I know that there are three things that abide, faith, hope, and love. But he said, because love is the parameter, one of the parameters with which we measure spiritual development, how loving you and I uh, 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 can, can be is one of the ways we measure spiritual development. Paul said, let's take that love as the prize that we want to win and let's keep running in that direction. So, let's get into the stages of spiritual growth. Stages of spiritual growth. And I want you to locate yourself as I describe this today. Don't forget, I'm making a case for you not to remain where you have been for too long. You cannot afford to be at a particular spiritual stage for too long. It reduces uh, uh, the level of your influence with God and how God can use you on this planet. Stages of spiritual growth. One is infancy. Uh, this is the, the stage of infancy is the stage of innocence, ignorance, and irritability. Yeah. Innocence, ignorance, and, and irritability. You see, a lot of people, they just give their life to Christ. So they are spiritual infants. You know, we, we sometimes we fool ourselves to think that because somebody stood up in church to give their life to Christ, somebody watched a TV program and gave their life to Christ, or went for an outreach and gave their life to Christ, or read a book and gave their life to Christ, then immediately we expect them to start, you know, uh, doing certain things differently. But the truth is that just like First Peter 2 and verse 2 says, it says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. After being born, being born is not enough. Growth is more important. 
And how it comes is through the desire, the appetite for the word of God. We're going to get into it as we go into the series. How we must not lose our appetite for the word of God, which is the spiritual food that makes you grow spiritually. But as a child, uh, you see that this stage, this infancy stage, is innocence. And innocence, uh, one of the characteristics is innocence. Innocence is not bad. It's, a, it's something that we should encourage. The only problem with innocence is that um, it just, it makes you, it can make you gullible. Yeah. Where you can just accept anything. You can just take on anything. You know, you, that's how a child is. A child is very innocent. Uh, it's a clean slate. We call it tabula rasa. You know, clean slate. So the child doesn't know that somebody can be evil or somebody can be good or somebody, the child just responds to everything. That's how some people are spiritually also. They can take in anything spiritually. They don't know what is good. They don't know what is evil. Uh, uh, and another thing with this stage is also ignorance. When you remain a spiritual baby for too long, you will be celebrating ignorance and you will not know. You will, you, you, you will not know your left from your right spiritually. I remember talking to a lady in my, when I was still pastoring at Daystar, one, I mean, m- many, many years ago. Uh, a lady who was, was a new convert, uh, had become a member of the church, and one day we were just having a casual conversation. And I just asked her, this was a young lady in her 20s, I said, do you know that now that you are not a, now a Christian, you, you, you cannot get into a Christian relationship and be sleeping together? Ah, uh, it's a PG, what's that? What's that? Where is that written in the Bible? Um, in the moment we get into a relationship, ah, we are in love and we're supposed to be able to, you know, do anything together. And I said, no, that's not scriptural. That's not what the Bible says. And I saw real innocence and ignorance in this spiritual baby that, that, that didn't know her left from her right. And many people are still at that level. I know there are people who willfully go against the word of God, but there are some people who don't even know that some things are right or some things are wrong. That's what I'm talking about. A spiritual uh, in spiritual infancy, we also see a lot of irritability. You know, just like a child, a child will cry a lot. You see many spiritual infants around the church always crying about one thing or the other. You know, and, and when you're a spiritual infant and you are already married, you know, you, 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 you will be so irritable sometimes. You, you fight about petty things, things that we should not even talk about outside. And the problem is not your spouse. The problem is that you're a spiritual infant. Every, they have to call family meeting for you to forgive one offense. You are still an infant spiritually. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And I need you to follow me very, very carefully. Don't switch off on me today. I'm on your case. I know, but don't switch off on me. Give me your rapt attention because I believe what I'm sharing today will bless your life remarkably. Glory be to God. First Corinthians 3, when you read from uh, verse 1 down to 4, and that will take me to the next stage, uh, which is uh, spiritual childhood. But before I get into that, let's read this scripture. Paul here was getting frustrated with the members of the Corinthian church. And I don't know, I mean, for whether you are online or in physical gathering, uh, I, I don't know how, if Paul knows you right now, the apostle, whether you also be frustrated with you. Uh, as, as a member of the Elevation Church. But this, this is what it has to say. I will read First Corinthians 3, verse 1 to 4 in the message translation. It says, but for right now, friends, I am completely frustrated by your own spiritual dealings with each other and with God. He said, you are acting like infants. <laughs> so that's the way infants act. He said, you are acting like infants 
in relation to Christ. Say, capable of nothing much more than nursing at the breast. Well, he said, well then, I am, I, I will nurse you since you don't seem capable of anything more. He said, as long as you grab uh, for what makes you feel good or makes you look important, are you really much different than a babe at the breast content only when everything is going your way when one of uh, when one of you says i am on Paul's side another one says i'm on Apollo's side aren't you being totally infantile Paul was obviously frustrated. And sometimes, as a leader, you get frustrated with people. As a pastor, you get frustrated with some people. Uh, you're settling the same quarrel over and over again. And you say, guy, go, grow up. Grow up. Grow up. And this was what Paul was saying here. He said, I cannot deal with you guys as spiritual people, but as kind of people. Because you are babes. You are infants. And as some people right now, you know as I'm speaking right now, that you need to come out of this spiritual infancy. And step into the next level in your spiritual growth. Because uh, there are certain things that are already eluding you and a lot of struggle that you are having now just because you have refused to go. And that's why we're bringing this, this word to you today. The second one is childhood. You know, you're supposed to grow from infancy to childhood. This stage uh, is the stage of unsteadiness, curiosity, and talkativeness. Have you seen a child before when we say unsteadiness or, 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 or curiosity? A child can tell you today, I want to, uh, I, I want to be a fireman. Yeah, I want to be a firefighter or a policeman. And then he will come in another two weeks and say, I've decided now I want to be a medical doctor when I grow up. <laughs> that's how some people, you know, in, in, in spiritual childhood, and that's what Paul was writing about. He said, when I was a child. I, I talk like a child. I reason like a child. Uh, that's First Corinthians 13, verse 11 to 13 there. He said, when, when, when I became mature, uh, I put away childish things. I put away. Many people are always waiting for God to come and help them put away. There are childish things that you need to put away and you need to be able to say, I put away childish things. Uh, you know, this unsteadiness, uh, this negative curiosity, talkativeness, you know, just, just, uh, just not being stable. It's time for you to take them away. You remember, I mean, some of you today have, some of us have children at home. And the same things that we complain about our children, I mean, uh, how they behave, what they say, and how they just talk anyhow. In our own normal life, if somebody were to look at us, they would tell us that we are also doing the same thing, spiritually speaking. Because when, when, when you... You, like Paul was writing here, when you say I'm of Paul and I'm of Apollos, when you are an, an agent of div division, schism and all those kind of things, when, when you gossip, you know, you, you are just like a child. You can't keep a secret with a child. <laughs> you remember the story of the child that, uh, the landlord came and the father said, uh, uh, tell the landlord I'm not at home. Just tell the landlord that, uh, uh, um, I'm, I'm not at home because the father didn't have the, the, the rent to pay and the landlord actually came to collect the rent and it, the, this young child went to meet the landlord and told the landlord my father said I should tell you that it's not at home and the landlord said where's your father he's in his bedroom but he said I should tell you that it's not at home that's, that's how a child is a child is just so you know <laughs> you know just so so just 
a little better than an infant. The infant cannot do anything, cannot help himself or herself. You have to cater to the child all the time. There are many people in church, in the office, literally, spiritually speaking, you are pooping on yourself. That's, that's always, you know, messy around you. Things are always messy around you. You are still an infant spiritually and emotionally. And then when we cannot keep secret with you, you are just a child, uh, you know, uh, false talking, vain talking, talking that glorify only myself. This is a spiritual child. Yeah. When that's the kind of talking, because when we talk about talkativeness, we're not just talking about somebody that is sanguine in temperament. We're talking about people who, you know, uh, major in vain glory, vain talking, you know, peddling falsehood. Sometimes because the Bible says in the multitude of words, you know, you, you, you will lie. You will say some things that are not true. You will embellish the truth. So this is not just talking about a sanguine nature. It's just talking about somebody that is not mature, that doesn't know how to talk. And it's time for somebody to move away from that level. The third one is adulthood. 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 I mean, uh, uh, when you get into adulthood, it's the stage of selflessness. It's no longer about you. It's always about God and other people. Uh, Alignment with the Holy Spirit. Is another very strong thing about adulthood and owning your calling. When you step into adulthood, what is most uppermost in your mind is how you are going to fulfill destiny. And you are going to leave a mark that will not be erased. How you are going to walk in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Bible says that, uh, 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 you know, I has not seen or as he had, neither has he entered into the, the heart of man, the things that God has proposed for those who love him. But he said, these things we have, uh, we, we, we have received or we know by the Spirit. Because he said, no man can know the things of God except the Spirit of God that is in him. And we have received the, the, the Spirit which is from God. And we know the things that have been freely given unto us by God. So we know the will of God. We know our inheritances in Christ. And we are pursuing to walk in them. That is an, a spiritual adult or a mature believer who is pursuing purpose. Who is pursuing, you know, the will of God for his or her life perpetually. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. So it's very important when you read, for instance, Hebrews 11, verse 24 and 25. The Bible talks about Moses. Uh, the Bible says, uh, Moses, uh, describing how Moses walked by faith. He said, he, 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 he let go of, he, he was able to walk away from the pleasures of Egypt. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you are becoming mature, the Bible says it chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of Egypt. It's, it, in verse 26, he said, esteeming Christ, uh, 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 the, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he looked for the reward. Yeah. And by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured uh, he endured as seeing him who is invisible. That's what spiritual maturity will do to you. It will make you live like that. Where you can look away. You know our closing charge at the Elevation Church, Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. That is a trait of spiritual adulthood also. Yeah, blessed is a man, you know, that does not walk in the, 
uh, part of sinners that sit in the seat of his comfort, but you know, uh, or not, not, not stand in the way of sinners, but his delight because it, it, it takes intentionality to grow into adulthood. His delight is in, the, is in the word of the Lord, and in his word, he meditates day and night. That means he has chosen what to meditate on. There's a lot of intentionality that comes into adulthood if you want to live in adulthood, ladies and gentlemen. It's very, very important. This adulthood state is a state of selflessness, alignment with the Holy Spirit, and owning your calling. Very important. Owning your calling. Owning your calling. You are not looking for, for people's praise. You are dead to the praise of men. You know, the ability to recognize that God is at work, and you want to participate in what God is doing today. That is adulthood. You want to live a life of purpose. Very, very important. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. You know, Hebrews 5, when you read from verse 11 of Hebrews 5, uh, Hebrews 5, verse 11 down to 14 in the Passion Translation, he said, we, we, we have much to say about the topic, although it is difficult to explain, because you have become too dull and sluggish to understand. Look at how Paul was just writing to these people, and mostly out of frustration. Because when people refuse to grow, it becomes frustrating to people who are leading them. It says, for you should already be professors. King James Bible says, when you are supposed to be teachers. This one, personal translation says, for you should already be professors, instructing others by now, but instead you need to be taught from the beginning the basics of God's prophetic oracles. He says, you are like children still needing milk, not yet ready to digest solid food. For every spiritual infant who lives on milk is not yet uh, uh, pierced by the revelation of righteousness. He said, but solid food is for the mature. Look at that. Paul, writing here in Hebrews chapter 5 here, spoke about the infancy that was spoken about uh, also, the childhood that we're talking about, because he said, when you are still doing milk, yeah, infant, and you, when you cannot take solid food, that means you are not an adult yet. He said, but solid food is for the mature, whose spiritual senses perceive heavenly matters. What are you using your spiritual senses for? Yeah, heavenly matters, things that are important to God. Things that are important, see, when you are still a child, what you'll be thinking about a lot is how you're going to get money to buy something and your, your, your prayers give us this day are deliberate. But when you become a mature believer, your prayer changes to thy kingdom come that will be done on earth. And it is priority for you that the kingdom of God will come. Will you say amen, everyone? So it's important that we ask you now one of the ways you know where you are spiritually and how you need to move from A to B in your spiritual life is to even check your prayer life. What kind of things are you praying about? Or are you even praying at all? That's another question we should ask. Yeah. Are you even praying at all? And if you are praying, what kind of prayer are you praying? Is it like a, I mean, the prayer of a child? Lord bless me, my mom and my dad, my brother David and our dog, Major. Just, just, that, that's the prayer of a baby. That is, give us this day our daily bread. But when your prayer is that kingdom come, that will be done on earth, uh, Lord, whatever you are doing our work today, don't do it without me. We are seeing traits of a mature believer, of the one uh, that God can rely on to carry a burden for the kingdom. Glory be to God. I pray today that God will make you that kind of a person. 
in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Let me, let me, let me, uh, time will not permit me to finish reading that scripture, but let me just move on, uh, to another way that I want us to also measure where we are spiritually. I call this destiny fulfillment continuum. Destiny fulfillment continuum. What stage of destiny fulfillment are you currently? At the Elevation Church, uh, uh, I think since last year during the pandemic, we, 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 we came up with these, uh, to be able to say we want to move people through this continuum. From time to time, as they grow through our church, for everyone who will submit to the ministry of the Elevation Church, uh, our spiritual, uh, uh, our destiny fulfillment continuum starts with knowing God, and then secondly, gaining freedom, thirdly, discovering purpose, and lastly, making a difference. Can I go over it one more time? This is uh, your destiny fulfillment continuum, I call it. Knowing God, gaining freedom, discovering purpose, and making a difference. Now, when you want to measure your growth, you can use, you know, the spiritual maturity uh, stages. At the same time, you can use this uh, destiny fulfillment continuum. Many people know God, as in they have given their life to Christ. So they have a relationship with God, but they are stuck at that point. You know, it's possible for you to know God and yet be bound, be bound to sin, bound, you know, to substance, bound uh, to one habit or the other, to anger, to fear, to worry, bound to one sickness or bound to, to poverty. The will of God for you and I is that we won't stop at knowing God and yet still being bound. We will move on to from knowing God to gaining freedom. Jesus said in John 8 and 10, verse 32, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So, are you gaining freedom? Are you gaining freedom? The last two months of this year, can you say, I've gained freedom from this and that and that. I've gained freedom from this destructive habit. I've gained freedom, uh, you know, from, from this unbridled anger. I've gained freedom. I've used my faith to receive healing, so I gained freedom from sickness. That's what I'm talking about. And then from getting freedom, we move to discovering purpose. Many people have been in church five years, ten years. You, the only thing you can celebrate is that you are, are, are that you know God. You can't even celebrate that you have gained freedom. Now many people have gained freedom. Now you have been saved. You know how to use your faith uh, 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 to rend the heavens open for God to meet your need. You know how to use your faith to claim your healing. You know how to use your faith to get a spouse. So you, 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 you know God, you, you've gained freedom, uh, freedom from delay, freedom from barrenness and all that. But you have yet to discover purpose. You need to move a step further as we go through this series. Grow. You need to grow out from just knowing God to also gaining freedom. And if you are at the level where you have gained freedom, you need to grow into discovering purpose. Yeah. Discovering purpose. Freedom is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. God wants to use you. Yeah. And the burden of freedom is responsibility. Taking responsibility for yourself, taking responsibility for your life, that is the burden of freedom. 
When responsibility comes, I mean, when freedom comes to you, God wants you to take responsibility for other people. Take responsibility for the kingdom of God. Take responsibility for what he's doing in our world today. Take responsibility for a family, for a nation. Take responsibility for your ministry calling. Because it's from discovering purpose, I mean, from, from gaining a, a, a freedom, you go into discovering purpose. That's where you start to take responsibility for the purpose of God for your life. And then you start to make a difference. You start to make a difference. Very, very important. God, this, this is how God wants us to live our life. At the Elevation Church, this is how we want to make greatness common. By taking people through this continuum. Yeah. And watching over them spiritually so that they, you, you don't stay in church, whether online or offline, and you remain a child spiritually or emotionally. You throw tantrums all the time. Enough. As you go into this new month. And as you go into the rest of this year, you need to tell yourself, I want to grow. I knew that I was a child, but I can put away childish things. Like Paul said, putting away childish things. And then I press into the next level of growth in Christ. Say amen, everyone. I know uh, this may be uh, you know, very challenging for some of us, but this is the time for, for me to challenge you to step out of where you have been. You know the truth as a leader and as a pastor. One of the major responsibilities that I have is self-leadership. Because I'm leading people, I cannot afford to get stuck. And it's the same for you. If you lead a business, you lead a family, you're a breadwinner, you know, and all that, people are looking forward to you. You cannot get stuck. You're a young person, you have a whole life ahead of you. You're running a family, whether as a mother or the father, you, you, you have a huge responsibility. You need to get yourself into the word of God this season. This is a time to grow into the fullness of what God has in mind for you. You can't get stuck. Uh, you know, when you are leading people and you are not moving them from A to B, instead of being, you being called a leader, you are supposed to be called an obstruction. Yeah. You are obstructing their, their growth. You are not leading them. Yeah. And that's why in many families now there are agitations, even through this pandemic. Because many people who are supposed to reinforce, you know, the word of God at home and bring hope and faith into a family, into a business. They, they, they're struggling to gain freedom from fear and worry and anxiety. And it's a time to grow out of all those things. Rather than, uh, you know, getting hooked on alcohol or drugs or these or, you know, or strange relationships. This is a time to focus on God and yank yourself off all those things and grow into the fullness of what God has in mind for you. Say amen, everyone who believe. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. As I start to wrap this all up, I need you to understand one thing. Yeah. That there are levels and depths in God that are unattainable until you grow. They will become unattainable to you until you grow. If you're still obeyed, uh, uh, First Peter 2 and verse 2 says, like newborn babes desire the pure milk. is a crave for spiritual milk that you may grow into full experience of salvation. And if you, are, if you have passed that level, then you need to understand, you need to keep pressing. You need to keep pressing press to become the kind of person who can be fed with solid food. There are levels in God. You remember what Galatians 4 and verse 1 to 4 says in New King James Version. He said, now I say that the, the, the hair, uh, that's the hair to the throne, the hair as long as is a child. 
does not differ uh, at all from a slave. So somebody who's supposed to inherit everything, it says it's not different from a slave as long as a child. Though is a master of all, but is under guardians and stewards or tutors until the time appointed by the father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of this world. But when the fullness of time came, the fullness of time had come, God sent forth a son, born of a woman, born under the law. What, what is this scripture saying? Paul was saying here, if you assume that your parents left, you know, this empire for you, the truth is that your age can limit your access to that empire because the, 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 the writer of the will says, when this child is 18, then the child will have access to those things because the child then becomes a legal entity uh, at 18 or something like that, as in, uh, you know, someone to be reckoned with as an adult. That means until that child grows to that level, the child will not be able to access what has been promised or what has been laid up for the child. It's not good enough to just be a citizen of God's kingdom. You can be a citizen of a nation, yet until you get to a particular age, you can neither vote or be voted for. And it's constitutional. Heaven has such constitutions as well. There are inheritances that will not be delivered to you until you make a movement from point A to B. Until you move from a baby to a child or from childhood to adulthood. Until you move from just being, consuming everything on yourself. You are only thinking about yourself. You don't think about anyone else or the kingdom of God or how you are going to gain freedom. You are just content with being saying, I'm saved. I'm saved but bound. You need to move from that point this season. Say amen, everyone. It's time to move from that point. You can't just be content with being a citizen. You need to be able to express yourself. Voting and being voted is a sign that you have come of age. In some countries, you cannot drive or get a driver's license until you are 16 or 18. Even if you have a hundred cars within your father's compound or your parents' house, you still will not be able to drive until you get to a particular age. In the things of the spirit, it has a direct application. It has a direct application. There are certain things that will not just happen except you push yourself to grow to a particular level. Entrance into your appointed time is a function of your spiritual growth. Yeah. And the entrance into your appointed time in God like the, the, like the psalmist says in, in, in the book of Psalms where he says, uh, 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 talking about the appointed time, he said, you arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is here. That set time sometimes is engineered by your readiness. Like the Chinese proverb that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. There's a, there's a, there's a level that we need to get into. And there's, there's more in God that must not elude you. Time will not permit me today, but you remember that when God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, that word that God gave to him, come out of your people, leave your comfort, comfort zone, was, he was able to obey that word in Genesis 12 and verse 2, Bible says, and Abraham departed. He was able to obey that word, uh, because, uh, because of his level of maturity. Because of his level of maturity. 
Genesis 12, 1, 2, and 3, you see it there. He was able to obey that word because of his level of maturity. Now, I need you to understand something. If Abraham did not leave Haran, he would never have been able to actualize the promise of God that says he will become father of nations. There's a place that you are that if you don't develop spiritual capacity, emotional, you know, fortitude, and strength in the spirit to grow out of that place, there are certain things that God has in mind for you that will continue to elude you. In, in the story of the, of the Jews, the Israelites, the ones that murmured in the wilderness, refused to grow their faith and their capacity for vision to see the promised land, they died in the wilderness. God was frustrated with them and he allowed them to die in the wilderness. The ones who says, oh, we have developed capacity to see something better. We, this place is not okay. We have to go there. We, 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 you know, we saw the giants there, but we can, we can, we, we want to go there because we believe that God who brought us here can take us there. Those are the people that made it there. I pray for you today that God will open your eyes, open your heart and cause his spirit to come upon you in unusual dimension this season. Please understand spiritual maturity enables access to the divine and ensures open doors. As you continue the month of March, will you, may you walk into open doors. Uh, may, 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 may you be strengthened in your innermost being. What you have run away from before, where you have encountered trouble before, whether it's at home or at work, uh, I pray for you this season that my God will fill you afresh with the Spirit. My God will release grace and strength upon you to be able to walk upon your high places in the name of Jesus. What hindered you last year will not be able to hinder you this year. In the name of Jesus, you are growing in faith. You are growing in righteousness. You are increasing in your fruit of righteousness. Your faith is increasing in the name of Jesus. This season, just like uh, disciples of Christ, uh, there were things they could not do. And he said, oh, 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 year of little faith. You will no longer remain, oh, year of little faith. In the name of Jesus, speak over your life that my God will infuse your heart with faith as you engage the word of God this season with us in this house. I pray for you that you will no longer stagnate. In the name of Jesus, I see forward movement in your life. Somebody shout a believing amen. Forward movement for you. Open doors, doors that no man can shut. That will be your testimony in the month of March. In the name of Jesus, unusual open heavens over you and your household. In the name of Jesus, this month of March, that sickness leaves your life. In the name, somebody right now, that sickness is leaving you now. And I repeat that spirit of infirmity. I command you, lose your hold now. In the name of Jesus, somebody, you are stepping out of sickness. Somebody, this new month, I pray for you. That you gain freedom from any form of lack. In the name of Jesus. So the heavens open over your life. I decree that bill is paid supernaturally. That need is met. My God opens doors for you. Doors that no man can shut. Opportunities. The time you haven't seen before. In the name of Jesus. Someone before this month is over. Unusual emails. Unusual phone calls. That will position you. For the next level. In your career. And in your business. And I speak peace. Over someone's household today. I decree. That marriage will not break down. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the grace that you need to be able
to walk in the will of God in that home, God releases upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, your faith is rising. It's been built up. In the name of Jesus, you will no longer cave in. Your faith will no longer fail in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody lift your two hands to him today and just bless the name of Jesus. Bless his name, bless his name, bless his name. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. We bless your name. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you for everyone moving from A to B and to C. In the name of Jesus, we are moving. We are shifting. We are growing. We declare this season a season of unusual growth in everyone's life. In the precious name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. And we give you glory and praise. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I'd love to pray for you right now. Maybe you gave your life to Christ before, but you backslid into sin. I'd love to pray for you right now. That God will open a door for you spiritually to walk through for a renewer. That something new may start in your life. That the hold of whatever has been holding you back will be broken this season. Maybe somebody you want to just rededicate your life to Jesus. I'd love to pray for you too. If you've never said a prayer before, you can also join us. If you're on any of our platforms, please just go there and just write and let us know. I'm giving my life to Christ right now. I'm giving my life to Christ right now. As I pray for you, I want you to just, just, just write it. I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm, giving my, I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. Whenever you are hearing the sound of my voice, you are not saved. Can I request, if your hands are free, you can put your, heart, your hand on your heart or just lift your right hand up as, as I pray with you right now. God will start something new in your life and you will never be the same again. Can you say after me? Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a savior. Say, Jesus Christ, Today, I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Come into my life and give me a new beginning. Start something new in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Fill my heart with your spirit from this moment forward. In Jesus' precious name. And everyone says a believing amen. Can I pray for everyone who just said a prayer? Father, I pray for anyone who is making a decision right now. I ask that your hand rest upon them and may your grace is revealed in their life. Released over them right now. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Like I said before, just go into the chat room if you're online with me and just let us know that you just made a decision. We'd love to follow through with you. Send you a link with which uh, we can just connect with you and help you to begin to grow spiritually and grow even through infancy, into childhood and into adulthood. Praise God. Now, before I go any further, for everyone joining, you know, uh, online, I, 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 I want you to make a decision to take responsibility for your spiritual development. You know, this season of hybrid church, on-site and on, 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 you know, and online, many people are not taking responsibility for their spiritual development. You are at home, you are cooking during service, you know, you're going to fix a cup of coffee during service and then, and all that. And after the service, you can't even say, this is what I've gained from being a part of this service online. That has to stop. You need to put yourself, you need to be able to say, I'm growing. If you are not growing, you are deceiving yourself. And if you're in a city where uh, you, you can join, you know, a physical service or any of our physical service, you, you need 
to show up. Because uh, the, the, the distractions are reduced, perhaps, especially for people who cannot handle stuff on their own. Better still, I recommend, if you have to be online, please always take distractions away from you. Always set this time as, 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 you know, aside as a time for God so that you may receive from him. And I, I pray for you today that God will bring unusual growth into your life this season in Jesus' precious name. Amen. It's time to give to God. So whatever you, you, you want to give to God today, I want you to just bring out your devices. It's time to give to God. There are many ways to give uh, and it's been displayed on the screen. Uh, if you are yet to give before now, I know many of you may even have all the details for giving already. So create a habit of giving even before service or as service is starting. But if you are yet to give, the details are now on the screen and you can give. After now, we're also uh, trying to leave the details on, on, on the screen even during uh, uh, the service as service is going on so that you can give at any given point in time and you don't have to wait for this particular time. I understand that some of you even will sometimes will log off before the end of the service. That should not stop you from giving, especially if you already have the giving details. So please take a picture uh, of, of the giving details so you can give at any point in time that God leads you to give even when it's not a service day. All right. The details are on the screen. If you're local to Nigeria, you see all the different uh, banks with which you can give. If you're if you're watching us from you know our online church internationally, please use uh, the the giving platform on our website. It's a secured platform with which you can give. And if you have any issues with that, please do a wire transfer with the GT Bank details on the right side right hand side of the screen. Uh, I love to pray uh, as we give today. Father, we receive a blessing over every giver. Lord, it's a Thanksgiving Sunday for us as we celebrate you for the new month. We also receive this seed as a seed of Thanksgiving for everyone given to you today, for everyone, uh, give stretching, uh, to, you know, to, to give a tithe, to honor and celebrate you with their tithe. We receive, uh, the blessing of obedience over their lives in the name of Jesus. And we ask, Lord, prove yourself to them as a covenant keeping God. Lord, receive every gift, every tithe, every offering, every thanksgiving offering, and we let it be a worship to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right, thank you for giving and always supporting ministry at the Elevation Church. The God who sees your giving, you know, secretly, he will reward you openly, consistently, in the precious name of Jesus. Now, before we bring the service to a close, I'd love to welcome anyone who may be joining us today for the first time. It's the first time joining any of our services at the Elevation Church. I'd just love to, to, to welcome you very, very specially. If you don't mind, can you go to the chat room and let us know it's my first time. It's my first time. My first time. If it's your first time, thank you for joining us. Please let us know it's your first time. We have a downloadable gift that we want to give you. If you let us know, we'll send you. I mean, you see the link and you can click on that link and, uh, and, and connect with us and we will be able to send you a downloadable gift that we have for you. We want to encourage you to join us again and again and again at the Elevation Church. Our mandate is to make greatness common. We believe that in every man and every woman is the seed of greatness that God has planted. And if you remain with us, we believe that that seed of greatness will sprout, it will grow, and it's our responsibility to join our, our forces with you, to join our faith with you, to see that you grow into the fullness of what God has in mind for you in the precious name of Jesus. So please join us again and again and please let us know in the chat room or uh, send us an email uh, through the, the email that is on the screen or WhatsApp or call so that we can keep in touch with you and send you more information about our church. 
Thank you very much for being a part of our service today and God bless you. Uh, quickly, please don't forget the announcement that, that, that we made earlier on about next Sunday, uh, Tech Flicks and, and Chill. Very important program that you should be a part of. You can register for it on our website. Also, don't forget to download uh, the, the, the personal growth chart on our website, it will help you to be able to track your, your, your personal growth. Uh, and later today at uh, 2 p.m. West African time, we will have uh, the child education exercise. You can, uh, if you have a child to dedicate, please uh, send an email, info at elevationng.org, and you can still register and be a part of that child education exercise. Uh, don't forget that we expect you to be a part of our small groups. Connectgroup.elevationng.org. That's where you can register to be a part of our connect groups are now online and they have diverse interests that you may want to be a part of. Anything you do at all, I think, or anything you're interested in, we should have a connect group that fits into that, that you can join and do life with other people. Iron will sharpen iron and you will grow into the fullness of God's will for your life. Lastly, our online church, onlinechurch.elevationng.org is a place to be. Uh, a lot is going on there. Uh, from, you know, being able to pray with you, counsel with you, uh, you can make friends there and all of our friends, you know, uh, across the world on that platform are also going into virtual small groups with people within their region and, you know, around the world and doing life together virtually. So please subscribe onlinechurch.elevationng.org and promises to be a wonderful experience for you. I wanted to stay tuned for one or two more announcements and uh, please have a fantastic week, enjoying open doors, new opportunities, and grace and favor of God visiting you in all of your ways in Jesus' precious name. Have a great week. God bless you. We hope you had a great time at service. Please subscribe to and follow us on our various social media channels and be among the first to get alerts and updates about our upcoming events. If you are fresh out of school or currently job hunting, then this is for you. The Elevation Church, in partnership with Jobberman, is organizing a soft skills and employability training for the first 2,000 persons, fresh graduates, and job seekers. Kindly sign up to acquire more skills to increase your productivity and proficiency in various hard skills and help you become a great team player. The sessions already began on the 1st of March, so hurry now to register via this link now showing. Career Counseling is back and now virtual. The sessions will hold every second and fourth Sunday from 12.30 p.m. If you're a career professional, a job seeker, a fresh graduate, or an undergrad, we encourage you to take advantage of this great opportunity. The link is now showing. Are you new to the Elevation Church? Would you like to be part of our family? Then we are happy to inform you that our Tech Online Membership class will hold on Saturday the 13th of March. It's a one-off class that will run from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Do register by the link now being displayed. We look forward to hosting you. The just concluded Exponential Conference for Pastors and Leaders was greatly insightful. You can relieve the exponential experience by getting the conference messages, which are now available via this link's showing. 
There are special teachings for singles and married couples by Pastor Godman Akilabi to help you navigate the various aspects of your relationship. These are all audio messages available by the link now showing. Do connect. Our resource center is open. Get past messages, various books by great authors, branded merchandise by the Elevation Church, and so much more. Take advantage of the great packages in our e-store by visiting elevationng.org forward slash resources. Hurry now. It's our season to grow and thrive. And to help us deliver a better ministry experience for you and your family, we would like to hear from you. Please fill out the quick survey using the feedback form via the link now showing. Thank you. Make vital connections that will propel you along the path of divine destiny. Join any of our small groups by visiting connectgroup.elevationng.org. That's not all. We also have an online community you can thrive in. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Subscribe, engage, get counsel, pray, and make friends. Online morning prayers will continue all week from Monday to Saturday at 6 a.m. on Zoom and Mixalarm. God is really answering our prayers. He's filling us up with testimonies and empowering us daily as we pray. So we invite you to invite many people as you can and don't forget to share your testimonies. Please call any of the numbers now showing if you need counseling or simply send an email to counseling at elevationng.org. Remember, our midweek event switch continues live online this Wednesday across various social media platforms by 6.30 p.m. prompt. Make sure to join us and invite your family and friends. We are here if you need to reach us at any time during this week. You can send a mail to info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700-ELEVATE. That is 0700-353-8283. It's time to grow. So keep feeding on the word of God, which is full of life. Have an awesome week ahead. Hi there. Are you looking for a place to connect, to nurture and be nurtured? A platform you can share your interests, faith, and to learn from others? Somewhere you can network and increase in influence? get some pastoral care, an avenue to hone and deploy your gifts, then we've got it. All you need is to join a connect group at the Elevation Church. Now here's how to sign up for one. Simply visit connectgroup.elevationng.org, click on the register button, impute your email address, name and phone number, and submit. An activation page will open up. Type in the activation code you would have received by email and click continue. Set your preferred password and click continue. You'd get a successful registration message on the screen. You can now proceed to login. Once logged in, you see drop down boxes on the page. Select your preferred expression, interest, group, meeting day and meeting type from each box respectively. Click Apply Filter to see the groups relevant to your search. Select one that suits your interest or needs best and click Join and that's it. There are groups for singles, couples, engaged couples, fashion, advocacy and governance, Bible study, travel, unique families, professional exam support groups, creative arts, investment, entertainment, gaming, fitness, a 
I mean, the list is endless. This way, you can find your tribe and flourish with like minds whilst growing in your vocation and spiritual life. If you can't find your preferred group, simply email smallgroups at elevationng.org and we'll sort you out. Please note that you don't have to be a member of the Elevation Church to join a connect group. Connect group meetings will hold virtually either on WhatsApp, Telegram, Zoom or Microsoft Teams. We all need great support systems to prop one another up, cheer ourselves up, do great things and achieve all that God has called us to do. So sign up now and invite your friends, colleagues and family members. We can't wait to have you on board. Let's build stronger communities together.